Hi, welcome to episode 36 of Something Newsy. My name is Elise Dodge, the social media, photo, and podcast editor of the Mesa Press. Today I'm here with Aaron and Felipe. They will be discussing the 2022 midterm elections. Aaron, would you like to start by sharing your thoughts? Yes, I would most absolutely like to share my thoughts. I think we can go ahead and start talking about, I'd say, probably one of the more controversial uh, mm-hmm. propositions on the ballot right now. I'd say it'd be both Proposition 27 and 26. Both of those are basically all about gambling. Uh, 27 specifically is about like allowing online and mobile sports wagering outside of the, the tribal areas, whereas 26 is more about like uh, about allowing in-person roulette and dice games and more so of that nature on tribal lands. Uh, so basically to give some background about it, so the California Constitution and state law limit does have limits on like gambling in California. They ban like sports betting, roulettes, craps, that kind of stuff. Um, but when it comes to like tribal lands or like lands of, um, you know, of like the Native American Indian Re- Indian reservations, basically, um, it, it, it is allowed to operate. They are allowed to operate uh, casinos. They do operate 66 casinos in about 28 counties. However, it's under specific guidelines, and um, a lot of it is under their own rights, under federal law to govern themselves. So basically, what it would be changing would be, um, it would just be requiring that racetracks and casinos offer sports betting, and they have to make certain payments to the states. True, true. I completely agree with that. Um, Going back to um, Proposition 26 about um, allowing in-person gambling. Um, I see that California right now has many of these casinos, for example, like Verona, such these casinos where they allow gambling, but it's, it's a certain age. Um, I am with that because honestly, gambling is such something in American culture, which I think like a lot of people really like enjoying on the weekends. Um, nothing's really bad with gambling, just like it has limits like to everything. Like, you know, no when to step back, step away from it. You know, you don't want to cause a big a big mistake that's going to, like, affect you in the long term. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I am with that. I really like the idea of that. Yeah. I think it's, uh, I think it's interesting because I didn't think we honestly would have to have, like, propositions about that. But, mm-hmm. you know, if the state feels like we have the need to have it, then, um, yeah. I, I'm, for sports betting, it's just interesting to me when I talk to the older generations about it, they're like, oh, you shouldn't be betting on team sports or anything mm. like that. It yeah. goes against the law. You know, like like Pete Rose, he's not in the Hall of Fame because of something like that. Whereas nowadays, whenever I tell people, I'm like, hey, you know, I can – the NFL and the MLB are all, like, officially sponsored by DraftKings yeah, and all these other yeah, companies. So it's like yeah. – yeah, so it's, like, not that big a deal for me. Yeah. But um, I feel like we should get – we should be at least, like – I know with the lotteries, it's like somewhat of a tax, but I feel like yeah. we we should we should be getting at least like I don't know at least like one percent because that's all untaxed revenue. I'm not saying that it's bad. I'm just saying that there should be at least some benefit to the state in addition to allowing these laws. That's yeah, all. of course. Just like how they do like when you win a big like jackpot because you know they take some type of payment like basically like they tax you out on it. You know, I don't see anything bad with it too. You know, 
um, it's something that's really normalized, like on social media. Many people like betting on their favorite sports team, on their favorite UFC fighter. Mm -hmm. um, I, I feel like that's a really good idea because that's how people express themselves without going like in person in the casino and actually doing a really, like, actually going in there and betting. Um, yeah, honestly, I'm with that because I feel like it's it's good instead of like actually like betting all your money into one fortune. You know, mm -hmm. like you just like like a certain type of amount you know it's a 50 50 chance you will win you know your favorite fighter will win and you will duplicate your money it's also important to note that um if this law doesn't pass then certain things like sweepstakes can mm -hmm. actually be banned yeah. like uh i was trying to do the mlb always has a postseason sweepstakes where you can win like two tickets to the world series if you get the bracket right and i can't do that not because i'm not of age i am of age but it's because it's not allowed in the state of california yeah <laughs> yeah yeah um that is true like also um, betting on stake. What do you What do you think about that? Like, on um, proposition, I believe it is proposition twenty seven. Where you could bet like on stake on big like big platforms like that. Um, online gambling. Yeah, yeah. I I don't really play online gambling, and I know they're trying to push the the whole proposal not just about online sports gambling, but more so about like trying to provide like housing and funding for that. Mm -hmm. Um. I mean, it does say that 80% of the, the funds for the state homeless housing uh, assistance and prevention program, which I'm going to call the HHAPP, 80% mm -hmm. um, of it goes to local entities. But I, I guess my question is, when I, when I was reading the ballot, I wasn't quite sure at like, because I like to see how much they're going to give. When I was reading my ballot, it didn't state how much expected income there was going to be generated for that. Mm -hmm. So... I, I, I don't know for me it's like the only time I think about sports betting is when I do the is when I do the sweepstakes and that's it yeah I'm not a professional gambler or anything like that but if people want to do that they can do that and if not then then if not yeah yeah um I'm with it and I actually think it's a good idea that you have to be 21 a year even 21 years of older to actually like go on these platforms and actually bet because i feel like as an 18 year old i will probably lose my whole savings just betting on that because i would think i have all the luck in the world yeah i remember when i turned 18 i kept i kept buying a lot of lottery tickets those first three months no, for real, for real, yeah. and honestly i think it's a good idea for them to tax 10 percent of each winning because you know just maybe if like we if like people actually keep on winning the full winnings they will come back and come back and come back and come back and eventually like it would build something past that but yeah i just find it funny that there that it says here that the proposition would allow bets on not just athletic games but also some non-athletic events which made me question like what and then they list stuff like award shows or video game competitions and i was just thinking people do that people actually like wager <laughs> like who's gonna win awards or anything like that imagine betting on the oscars <laughs> <laughs> like oh yeah this this actor's gonna win this one <laughs> yeah or like it would have been funny to see like what were the wagers like it would have been interesting to see like after going back to this past oscars like mm -hmm. you know how will smith was how he won uh best actor yeah. for King richard it would have been interesting to see like um, the loan sharks to see it go like if they were watching it to see the odds of him winning it go from like a certain amount to after the slap to just mm -hmm. go down <laughs> or the go up. Right <laughs> yeah. That is hilarious. That is hilarious. Yeah, I yeah. It would have been very interesting to see. Yeah, imagine like you would have better on wasn't it slapping Chris <laughs> like 
<laughs> I don't yeah. think anyone saw that one coming. No, that was so funny. I'm glad it'll come off guard. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, I, I, I guess I would be in favor of sports betting, but mm-hmm. I don't really think about it that much. Yeah, that is, and I, I, I'm in favor of it, and I think it's a good idea of them making a 21 year older. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Because yeah, an 18 year old betting online is. Doesn't sound like a good idea. Well, no, because you're naive, you're stupid, you not not to be not to be disrespectful. No, no, you, I, but like... I understand. I understand. You know, I think that too. You know, because like sometimes I'll be off. Like I'll be betting some like on sports betting and all that too. You know, like yeah, I'll I, see. You know. I know in this. I know in this state at least we've raised the the age of smoking. I know from eighteen to twenty one. So I think it's just part of like just a whole like overall thing in California to just raise everything to twenty one. Because we've had the drinking age has been at 21 since, I want to say, even before Prohibition happened. Mm-hmm. So it's just, like, I think common for us, I guess, to have everything above 21 or older in the state yeah. of California. But yeah. it's it's a big state. You know, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. A lot of people. Yeah, you're 18 and you're barely, like, developing that like, part of your brain. Like, what's good, what's wrong. Like, you're maturing, you know. Because you can't give a 18-year-old case of beers on the weekend. It would be a bad idea. You know, they go out, <laughs> cause a bad accident or something, you know. Coming from an 18-year-old. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think for... There's another one that's going on the ballot. It has nothing to do with the gambling, but Proposition 28, it is important because it's about funding, specifically about, like, the arts and music education in public schools. I went to an art school for high school, and for me, at least, the issue wasn't about funding. The issue was about where exactly the whole school was spreading the funding. Mm-hmm. So I was in the music department, and most of the funding... I'm not going to name the high school, but if, you, if you're listening and you know, you probably know, most of the funding went to the musical theater department mm-hmm. um, rather than, like, the music department where it mattered or the cinematic arts department where it mattered mm-hmm. or even the art department where it's in the name. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. yeah so when it comes to the money, it might be different for your school, but at least for the one that I went to, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. I would. I am voting yes, honestly, on this one, but... From my own experience, it's a unique one. So, yeah. Do you have any other? Yeah, I, I am voting yes on this one as well, too, because me, I took I took, I took took arts from freshman year to my junior year, which was banned. Um, I feel like it's a great expression for kids. Like, it's a way, it's a way for kids to express themselves, like, musically and, like, you know, because, like, if you could express yourself in many ways, like some kids could express themselves in music, you know, like they find that, like they find that passion for music and it's a good way. And like in my school, honestly, my school really didn't really fund my program as much. We didn't have a drum line. We didn't have a after school program to like, where kids could actually hang out and like listen to music and actually like practice these beautiful instruments and like finding and building a passion for it, you know? So yeah, I am voting yes on this because like, like kids like find their way just like how like we have the arts program we have the we have like all these different type of programs we should like they should like fun from music it's a good way for kids to express themselves what instrument did you play uh, uh i played the clarinet oh clarinet <laughs> the clarinet and the tuba yeah i was in the wind nice 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 i had a couple friends who were in the the jazz the jazz group at our school mm-hmm. and it was it was very interesting because junior year, at the end of it, we got announcements from the music department that three of the four teachers were get, were leaving. So we could just tell that, okay, they're trying to do a regime change like completely mm. for the music department. Because all three of those teachers who were leaving had ex- had vocally expressed a disinterest with the school. 
like they had vocally expressed disinterest with the people who were working there and all that so we could just tell that things were not going the way that everyone wanted it to go so i'm kind of glad that it happened at the end of my junior year rather than like freshman year or anything like that yeah totally especially since my senior year you know it ended with the whole pandemic and all that so mm-hmm. it didn't yeah, really matter unfortunately, that pandemic, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah it just sucks oh well it's in the past oh. um what is, what else do we got uh i know prop 29 that one is talking about um dialysis specifically mm-hmm. M- more so it's about like requiring licensed medical professionals to be at the dialysis clinics I know for, I know they say in the advertisements that, oh, if you vote against Prop 20, if you vote no on Prop 29, you're saving my life or stuff like that. Somewhat, somewhat it is. It, what it is going to do is that if it passes, it's just going to make everything harder. Mm-hmm. It's going to make the, the, the department, the, the California Department of Public Health is going to get more stricter on how they, how they hand out, I guess, the dialysis clinics. So... In that regard, I'm going to say no, because from experience, at least, my grandpa was in a nursing home and people that we knew there had family members in that home who were only there because they needed dialysis. Mm-hmm. They needed to live their daily. They needed to get daily cleaning of the kidneys. And I know the place that he was at was not the best when it came to like the medical. It's not like it was not like one flew over the cuckoo's nest, but it was more like halfway between that one and like the retirement home from the simpsons Mm -hmm. so um when it came to the people so to think that not even they would be allowed to do work is kind of scary to me so yeah i'm gonna vote no on that one yeah i'm gonna vote no i feel like they should keep on continuing like helping like the older generation with like dialysis and it's a good idea because like honestly that helps him like every single day with them i got you i got you Speaking of people who need help, uh, the Padres have been doing really good recently. Oh, but... yeah. The Padres, man, the Padres. <laughs> I, I honestly cried that. I cried on Saturday. I, I be a man about it. I cried on Saturday after that seventh inning. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it was just it was just terrible. I mean, they tacked on, like, what was it? What was it? They, I know they did, like, it was a big lead in the seventh, but yeah. the Dodgers dug them into a pretty deep hole in the yeah. beginning. The Dodgers were up three. Uh, yeah, up three nothing. Yeah, up three nothing. Um, yeah, they scored. Yeah, they scored two runs in the third, and then they put on another one in the seventh, and then then the bottom of the seventh, the guys realized, oh, oh we got to get our, got to get our stuff together. We gotta, we gotta make sure we get some runs, and so. Yeah. I know Nola did really good. I'm proud, honestly, for Cronenworth because, yeah. well, because in the Mets series he went hitless, mm-hmm. and then it wasn't until I want to say game two or game three that he finally got a hit of any kind. Yeah, this he, whole postseason. He did on two hits on game two, on game three and four. Yeah, honestly, I'm really proud of Padres. Honestly, it's been so long. It's been since 1998 since we got in this far. Yeah, you know, and unfortunately, 1980 we made it that far and actually like we got swept. We got but swept. you know, yeah, you know. <laughs> but hopefully, this this season is gonna be better. Honestly, this is a Padres season. You know, I'm really proud of the team. I'm really proud of like the city. You know, it, it feels good having, it feels good having your, like, knowing your team is doing this well, like, it's been so long, and just the support that you get from the city, and I know the Padres feel amazing, because, like, from all the support they're getting. Do you see the stadium? The yeah, stadium it's just crazy. been packed. It's insane. I tried to get tickets for the NLCS. Uh-huh. This was, like, I want to say, like, game three of the wildcard series, like, in between game three and uh, game one of the NLDS. 
And there were still tickets available for the NLCS. Like, I think that's how little at first people really believed that we were going to do it. And it wasn't until we won in game two that I saw all the tickets just went like that. And then there were a few tickets left for game seven, if there was, if there is going to be game seven, um, at the end of game four. But then once we won, I refreshed the page, gone, sold yeah. out completely. No, for it real. was I crazy. Remember, I tried getting tickets after game three, literally, like, I waited an hour, like, an hour after the game literally sold out that quick. And I tried, like, finding tickets, and I couldn't. And, like, they were reselling tickets for over 2000 I know. And it was so crazy to me. Because I was like, damn, tickets were probably, like, 200 300 apiece. When I was when you look on the website, um, the tickets for Gallagher Square are going to be the cheapest ones. They're like eighty bucks. Yeah, yeah. I was I was I, I regret not buying them. I had Game Seven tickets for the NLCS. They were like in Section Two Fifteen, so they were mm-hmm. seats. Eighty eight dollars a piece, and I had them. I had them, and I didn't buy, buy them because I was like, you know what? Maybe they're not going to make it. Maybe they're not. But I kind of regret not buying them because I would have. Hey mom, if you're listening to this, I would have given you them as as a gift. Yeah, I would have given them as a gift. Yeah, <laughs> I would have been like, hey mom, what are you what are you doing on Monday night? What are you, oh nothing. Ah, oh, let's go down to Petco. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, I was like, I was disappointed when I didn't get those tickets. I was, I told my dad, I was like, we're finna get those tickets, we're finna get those tickets, we're finna see them win, we're finna see the win. It's so crazy how people didn't think we were not gonna beat the Dodgers. It's crazy because the Dodgers are coming off a huge season mm-hmm. uh, with, I think, over a hundred wins. Yeah, one of the best seasons I've ever seen yeah. in baseball. I'm a Padre fan, and even I can admit that those yeah. were a lot of wins. Those were 111. Yes, yeah. and then I was reading about in the paper because. Um, ESPN was stating that this is, I guess, is like the biggest run dif- or win differential upset mm-hmm. in in, ML- in MLB history, or at least one of the biggest. The only other one like this was in the 1906 World Series mm-hmm. when the White Sox had 93 wins and they upset the Cubs, who had 116. It was actually the record at the time for most ever wins. Yeah, it's crazy. Honestly, this is a huge, huge, huge win for the Padres. Yeah. yeah, and then I I don't know if you've been seeing, but I, I've been seeing a lot of different. It's interesting to see the games because for the Wilder, the jerseys were cheap. So when you go to the games, you see a lot of variety with the jerseys. Like you see them from just about every period that we have. Mm-hmm. I think the rarest ones though to see are like the ones from the mid to late eighties when we had the orange and brown, orange and, and brown. it was and it was just orange brown. But you see a lot of these like the seventies style ones, and then a lot of the nineties ones. But the City Connect ones, what, what's your opinion on the City Connect jerseys? Honestly, I really like them. You like them? I like them. Any, re- any reason why? I just The colors is really sick. Honestly, the color is something different we don't really haven't seen in a while. It's, not, it's really different from typical white and blue and brown and yellow. I got you. I, when I first saw them, um, I was used to, I had seen what they did with Boston and Houston and uh, Washington and all the other ones, but I just feel like us and the Dodgers, we kind of got, like, past when it came to the cultural thing. Because I, I get it. The colors look nice. But the cultural aspect of it, I personally didn't really feel it. I know it's supposed to em- emphasize. Yeah, I know it's supposed to emphasize papel picado, but I'm like, okay. If you show this to another person, they're like, oh, cool. That's like Miami Vice colors. Yeah. So there's no, like, there's no direct reasoning as to why we have this color. And it's funny. It's funny saying this. Um, for me, for me at least, the way that I've seen it, like honestly, I haven't really seen that many people other than like, um, other than the average fan wear the wear the hat. 
mm-hmm. wear the hat or the jersey. It's like I feel like Padre fans don't really care about the <laughs> care about the jersey. We only care about it because we've been undefeated in the jerseys, and that's it. Yeah, honestly, going back to what you said, that is true. Honestly, and the, when I first saw it, I did remind me of the Miami Vice color, and honestly, I thought about it, and it could have been a different, better color. Like it could have been like more kind of like I'm saying like. You know, we green, white, and red since we're really close to the border. You know, majority of like our fans, Hispanic, Latinos. I would have, I would not have minded uh, a McDonald's theme because our flag is red, white, and yellow. Mm-hmm. So I know we would have gotten like heat from it, but hey, Boston got heat for choosing you know blue and yellow. They mm-hmm. called them the IKEA uniforms. So, <laughs> <laughs> but it's because it's supposed to emphasize the bib that mm-hmm. you wear on the Boston Marathon. Yeah, and at least that made sense. But this one, it's just like I feel like. When they did Miami's jersey, they were thinking, oh, great, Miami. So so we're going to do Miami Vice, right? Because the Heat were selling a lot of them. And they were like, yeah, we have our own ideas. Um, and then they went with that. And then they were like, okay, uh, what's, what's a team that we on the national stage don't really care about? Oh, the Padres. Oh, we'll give them that because mm-hmm. and make then like try to attach it. And they tried. Honestly, they tried. It, yeah. Did you see the video for it when it came out? Yeah, I did see the video. What did you think of it? Uh, the, uh, the video? Um Honestly, it really didn't stick out to me. Honestly, I didn't really pay much attention. I did see it, but it was just like something that I was like, oh, yeah. Um, I How about you? Yeah, I, I honestly thought it was like the video was was a great way to get people excited about it. It had Tony Hawk in it, which was cool. It had low riders and, you know, it's just funny because he emphasized Tony Hawk just emphasized all these different aspects of it, and I was look trying to look for it in the jersey. Mm-hmm. I didn't really see much of it in the jersey, yeah. like well, because he was talking about like tacos, the beach, um, low riding, and I was like, okay, great, so that's gonna be in the jersey, right? And it's just the colors. That's it. <laughs> True. Well, because like you know the Giants, they had theirs. They had the Golden Gate like in a weird like uh, faded on the on the jersey. You know, it's like. I just feel like us and the Dodgers, we got done dirty because the Dodgers, all they did was add a Los on the top of it. Mm-hmm. So it just says Los Dodgers. And then on the hat, instead of saying LA, it says Los Dodgers. And that's mm-hmm. it. It's just blue and black. It's just, yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's just, I I love jerseys. I love collecting them. But I don't know if I'll be adding those to my collection, honestly. I'm sorry if I'm sounding so negative. I'm just like. <laughs> no, I, I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. you know. I, that's why, the reason why I haven't even bought mine, too. You know, It's really cool. It's really nice. It looks good. It could have been better. Yeah. It could have been better. Do you have any Padre gear or no? Yeah. I have the, 20, I have the 2013 to 2014, the white and blue Padres mm-hmm. jersey. I have the 2018 to 2019 when it was Padres. But it was like it was the different. It was a different lettering, and it had the SD on it. I have the couple hats. I have a, I have a green one, a navy green one. I have the classic blue one, and I have the one that you have, which is the eighties one. And well, this isn't. This is the throwback. Yeah, the throwback. hat that they had for Fridays, uh-huh. and then this one's special because it's got the fiftieth on the fiftieth anniversary patch on the side. Are you more into hats or like jerseys? Um. So I I used to have my hair really long, so I didn't really get much into hats until recently when I started cutting it short. Mm-hmm. So I have a big collection of jerseys. I've got um, I've got more so just a, a lot of baseball and football jerseys. But when it comes to the Padres, I have this really cool '80s one that has that had Tony Gwynn's number on the back. I have a 1998 jersey. Well, I, it's customized. I I bought the alternate at the shop when they were getting rid of the Majestics. And um, I bought a patch, an iron-on patch online of the Swinging Fire. 
and I ironed it on so it's a replica, but it's an unofficial replica. And then um, I've just recently ordered one from Majestic, or like it's an old Majestic one, and it's like one that they wore. It's like one that looks like what they wore in 1984, mm-hmm. like one of those. And then I did have an original. It was like a Michelin Ness uh, 84 Tony Gwynn. I don't know what I did with it. I don't know if I gave it away or something, but it's like it was nice. It was nice. It was button up, clear buttons, no issues with it, whatever. It was just a little small for me, but yeah. And then for yeah, <laughs> and yeah, and then for hats, I had um, I have this one. I have a snapback of the mid '80s one with the orange and the brown, mm-hmm. and um, I have a nine one from 1998 or a 1998 styled one, and it has the 1998 World Series patch on the side. So yeah, imagine how crazy the this series would look if we went to the World Series. We're going to the World Series. Yeah, we yeah. are going to the World we're Series. There's the no World doubt series. about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm telling you guys, we are going. There's no doubt. <laughs> we're beating the Phillies. Then we're beating. What do you think? Who do you, who do you got? Cleveland or Yankees? I. No, 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 no. It's like no. We're going against Cleveland. I know really? that. I just feel like because if especially if they win against the Yankees and then they play the Astros, I feel like Cleveland's gonna have a lot more fire underneath mm-hmm. them. Versus Houston, because Houston, it's like, I I mean, it's great that they won 106. It's great that they won 106 games. I think that's great. But when it comes to the talent that they have, you know, they lost a lot of guys in free agency. They lost George Springer. They lost Carlos Correa. Hmm. They lost, um, they lost AJ Hinch. He didn't come back. They kept Dusty Baker. So he went to Detroit. Um, but for me, at least, I think Houston's on their last legs. If they don't win it now, if they don't win the pennant now, I don't think they're going to win it again. Yeah. So, it is what it is. But I kind of hope that we don't face the Yankees because they're doing pretty good. Yankees are pretty good. I mean, they're the Yankees, but they're doing pretty good. We're supposed to hate them, but they're doing pretty good. I mean, they got Aaron Judge, you know, California native. You know? Yeah. He's, from, he's from Fresno. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. That's him. I think Fernando Tatis is going to do next year. Ah, he's, he's coming back at the injury and the suspension. He's gonna have to do a lot of work to try and regain the fans' trust. Yeah, a lot of work because with the, I know it wasn't much, but the the worm thing, I'm like, yeah, he's gonna have to do a lot to regain the trust because he made me a little upset when he went off when he went off uh, and did the dirt biking thing in the Dominican Republic and got his hand injured, and then when I found out a few months. Or no, I think it was like a couple weeks after they announced that he was going to be suspended. Mm-hmm. They, I guess they released a statement and they were asking him about the injury, his hand injury, and he responded with what injury. So there's an implication, I guess, that this was not the first time this happened. Mm-hmm. This was just the first time it was recorded by the team. So he's a little risky, but if he stays healthy and he doesn't act stupid, you know, it's a lot of money for a young kid. Yeah, dude, it's insanely a lot of money for a young kid. Like Manny Machado as well. But Manny Machado's doing really good this yeah, season. But Manny's older. He's yeah, older. Yeah, Manny has some experience. Like, he was at the Dodgers before Padres, right? He So he was in Baltimore from 2012 to 2018, and then they traded him at right at the All-Star break. Mm-hmm. So he played for Baltimore in July of 2018 and then August he went to the Dodgers so he was technically with the Dodgers for half a season but it's just funny I have a stepbrother he big Dodgers fan him and his mom are big Dodger fans it's hilarious to me but he has I think 2018 was the year that he really thought they were going to win it all because he has like I think a shirt for like every single player that they had on the roster at the time so it's funny to me because I'm like, oh, they're a former Dodger. Or, or, oh, no, they're a former Padre. Oh, they're a former Padre because, like, he has a Machado jersey, a shirt. 
which is very trendy. That was very trendy for the time to have a Machado one. And he has a, a Matt Kemp shirt, I think, too, mm-hmm. which is funny because I'm like, oh, they're former Padre, yeah. former Padre. Yeah. So, yeah. I just find it, yeah, it's – so, basically, I just hope that he does well. I hope that he doesn't act stupid and that I hope yeah. that he realizes that he's young and he, he has come, talent. Yeah, he comes back with a great season next year. Hopefully. Let's yeah. hope. Let's hope. Yeah. Let's yeah. Awesome. Well, good luck to the Padres. And thank you, Aaron and Felipe, for sharing your opinions. And thank you all for listening to episode 36. Stay tuned for episode 37.